Welcome to Quarter of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on a wonderful Thursday night, March 7th, getting you ready for the LA Galaxy's uh, big or first uh, away game against FC Dallas. So a lot of stuff to talk about. Some signings have now hit thanks to the uh, the sale of Ola Kamara, the buyout of Giovanni Dos Santos, all the drama that we certainly saw um, at the beginning of the season and leading up to this very first game. So all that drama is done. Players starting to come in, and I don't think the Galaxy are done either. So we're going to talk about the signings. We have power rankings, because why wouldn't you do power rankings after the very first game? We have standings. We have Galaxy news. We have injury updates. Again, all that getting you ready for the Galaxy Saturday game, 12.30 p.m. kickoff time against FC Dallas. So a lot to get to, but I'm not here alone, you lucky people. No, I'm not. Please welcome back to the show. I, I forgot he even worked here on occasion, but please welcome back Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, Eric. I was going to say, you're not the only one who forgot that I worked here. I got, you get a lot of guff when you don't show up a few weeks in a row. But, you know, now yeah. the season is on. Yeah. Real games are happening. Hammer's back. The ham it's ha hammer time. The hammer is back. All right. Yeah. As long if you say so. I would also like to point out, because this is an important point, especially for this uh, particular show, is there is a fly in the oh, studio. We're going to get him. And we're going to get him. All right, so if you're watching on the live stream and you see if it's go crazy, it just popped. It, it the fly is in here, and we're gonna get him. I'm just I'm just warning. If you're not, if you're listening on the podcast, just imagine this little. Really, he's a he's a terrorist of a fly. He really is. He he's been he's been in our heads. He's been around. So just keep it keep an eye open for the fly and for us catching the fly. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, lots of galaxy news. That's our goal. That's yeah. <laughs> we have 60 plus minutes to catch the fly. Your <laughs> mission, <they> <laughs> choose, should you choose to accept it? I was going to say, is it like an escape room? Do we, <laughs> we, can't, we can't leave until we catch the fly? Do you ever feel like, have you done any of the escape rooms? I have not. I've heard a lot of good things about escape rooms, but I've, I've never actually done it. I did one in uh, Glasgow, Scotland. That was, that was my first escape I was room. Think that's one place to start doing your escape rooms. <laughs> it, it, Some it was, people start small, but I guess you can go to Scotland was, and do an escape room. It was nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, uh, it's, this is hard. Anxiety, yeah. yeah. Am I going to have to do math? Yeah. I'm, I was told there would be no math. Anyway, uh, the LA Galaxy back to training. Uh, really some light training, and it's been raining as well, but light training. They had Monday off, uh, light training on Tuesday. Light training on Wednesday, not a lot of guys showing up. Uh, again, light training on Thursday as we're recording as, as well, and Galaxy will ship off uh, on after their training, I believe, on Friday morning and actually head to FC Dallas. Um, so they'll take off to uh, Frisco, Texas, and, and spend the night there. Uh, I, I would guess, in a way, uh, traveling the way Zlatan likes, but as, of course, we're going to talk about a little bit, uh, there's no guarantee uh, Mr. Z will be traveling yeah, with the LA Galaxy. After FC Dallas made that cute little video, they're promoting Zlatan. I think this may, they may have been on, on purpose, a strategic move. You know, said, okay, you want to you be like that? I think my Achilles is bothering me. I, I think a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of Galaxy fans were, were pretty critical of FC Dallas, especially being uh, FC Dallas sells Laton jerseys in <laughs> their at their place last year. I mean, well, it's a smart business move. I mean, True. yeah, you can, but you can't also make fun of the guy who then you're trying to make money off of. And clearly, they're advertising him yeah. coming because 
even bad press is press. Is press. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, so we get into it uh, before we get too far uh, away. Uh, Corner of the Galaxy Best in the Galaxy t-shirts like Mr. Eric the Portuguese Hammer is wearing right now. Um, uh, still open for round two until March 13th. Uh, so you basically have a week uh, to get your shirts in, to get those orders, and then uh, that's good. I'm going to tell you something right now. All the shirts that you see on our website right now and all of our future shirts are going into something what, that we call an open campaign, which basically means that if you want a shirt, you click on the order button, and it will start a campaign if nobody else has started it, and w- it'll run for two weeks, and then after two weeks, if there's enough shirts, it prints them, and if not, you'll be notified whenever somebody yeah. else prints it again. So it'll just constantly be open. So that means all the shirts that you see will always be available for you to be uh, grabbing, and for the most part, being we've already met the printing numbers on those, whenever we open them up again, you're already automatically guaranteed to, to print. Oh, so Very cool. Good times at cornerofthegalaxy.com. Huh? And I will tell you, Eric... There are two more shirts we're ready to release. Oof. So we're 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 waiting. We're waiting. Ooh, okay. So, I was gonna say I've got a design idea as well. You do. We're working we're on that working one. Working on that. We're one. gonna work on that one. That one's that's a good one. I like uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it's I one like, of my favorites. We, we gotta just tweak. We gotta yeah. figure it out. So anyway, but uh, that's what's going on. Also, the COG scarves uh, run on corner of the galaxy scarves. I think I have about ten left. Oof. Act and, now. Uh, yeah. Act now. Hurry. Twenty dollars. <laughs> $20 plus shipping. Yes, shipping's expensive, but yes, it gets there really fast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, $20 for the scarf plus shipping uh, usually ships almost anywhere in the United States in three days. So and Does it go to Glasgow? It, it does, actually. Right. I have shipped some overseas. I've shipped well, one to go. Italy. I've shipped one to Japan. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. Worldwide. Join the, join the movement. <laughs> Prestige worldwide. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so that's, uh, that's where it is. All right. Let's get to the LA Galaxy. And of course, because it's after the first game, Eric, we have to start with stats. And you know Josh loves his stats. Where are the charts? I came for the charts. I, all the charts that you could possibly imagine right here for your perusal. Um, except that there are no charts because it's the first game. And how do you do a chart after the first <laughs> I'm, game? I'm here for the Daniel Stairs leading scorer chart. Yeah. I'm ready for that one. Yeah. It's, we, we, will, we, will fig, we will get it. And, and that is obviously one of the best stats. I, Daniel Stairs. I'm sticking with it. Almost golden boot. Um, just he, third place. He's one behind. He's one behind. But he's also one ahead of Joseph Martinez. Okay. So. That's good. That's good. He's, <laughs> he's, he's almost there. Him and Zlatan tied for the LA Galaxy leading goals. But the craziest stat of 2019, I'm calling it early. Okay. And this is the craziest stat of 2019. Uh, having looked at the roster, the LA Galaxy have, count it, not one, not two, not even three. And let's not stop at four. But five players with the last name that starts with an A. <laughs> How is that possible? That's the stat that you're going with? That's the stat of the year. Five. Okay. Alessandrini, Alvarez, Antuna, Antuna, Araujo, and Ariano. It's a, that is that is a, that is a statistical anomaly. And I could, I could tell you as a, as you know, former classroom teacher, when you get that attendance sheet on the first day of school, there's maybe one A, maybe two A's. So to have five on a roster of 25, that is odd. I'll give you that. I, I, I laughed it off at first, but. You're starting to come I'm to my side. I'm starting to come around and say, that is pretty spectacular. 25% of the cool. LA Galaxy I, roster. I was told there'd be no math. Uh, 25% <laughs> of the LA Galaxy roster starts last, with an A. Well, there you go. There's last your, name starts with an A. No MLS team is going to beat us. See, Zlatan said we were going to break records, that's, every record in MLS. That's, there's one. We so, got, we're, we're already off to a great start. Somebody said that uh, the LA Galaxy, or, or that Zlatan also counts as an A because they spelled it Z-L, capital A-T-A-N. <laughs> yeah, the rules don't apply to, to him. No, Mr. of course not. Of course not. Um, so anyway, so uh, that's uh, that. I wanted to make sure we got that. Now say, we're off to a great start. <laughs> this is this is a fire show right now. You just wait. There's some fireworks coming up. <laughs> there are fireworks coming. 
Um, but oh, as we go along, I wanted to make sure we got to this email. Uh, Sarah from South Pasadena. There are two Sarahs. Sarah from South Pasadena. They See, don't know each other. I was gonna say that's stranger than five A's on the roster is two Sarahs from South, South Pasadena. Pasadena. Maybe. Impressive. Stat of the year, right stat there. The, Two well, Sarahs from South Pasadena. Really. There it is. Um, so anyway, uh, and she writes. She writes it as S from SP because <laughs> I I literally know it. That's why. Um, Let's see. She goes, uh, she says, I was listening to Monday's podcast and I heard you and Kevin talking about the decision mistakes made by the previous regime. Other than Pete Vianus, I can't recall any other upper management changes. Chris Klein was president during that debacle and still remains much to my chagrin. He's as quiet as a church mouse, though, and I think he's letting DTK and GBS take some of the heat from the GL buyout. Is it just me or does Clyde need, Klein need to own up to his mistakes and let people know that he was at the helm when those decisions were made and that he takes responsibility for it? I am a big believer in owning your stuff, so this has just not sat well with me. I told my previous season ticket member rep that I wouldn't renew my tickets until he either owned up and took credit for the numerous mistakes he allowed to take uh, place after Bruce left and before Dennis DeClosa came on board or until he leaves. Thoughts? So wow. does Chris Klein need to come out and and declare, I do declare, that I made mistakes? I, I messed up. I effed up. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he... I think I agree that he has been quiet and um, DTK really has been the figurehead of the LA Galaxy since he's joined. He's been the one speaking on every single signing. They interview him about every player that they sign. Uh, with the geo buyout, he seemed to be the go-to person, the point person when they had that discussion. Um, so the, the, the only part about that email is when, uh, you know, say letting GBS and DTK get the grief for it. But I don't, I don't know that there's tons of grief about uh, the buyout. You know, I haven't been here since the buyout, since stick figure geo. <laughs> We're here. Stick figure Geo's <laughs> over the hammer shoulder right now. Again, if you're not watching yeah, the YouTube the show on a fun, we, we try to have fun. So, so that's the only part. I don't know that um, people are giving, blaming DTK for that or, or GBS for that, but it, it may, it may have be a good, a good faith gesture for, for a client to come forward and say, you know, uh, we made some mistakes and right now we have the right people in charge and they're, they're riding the ship and, and taking care of things. So I think if, all goes well and we have a successful season, uh, you know, make the playoffs, the team does well, individuals uh, step up, the pl new signings live up to the hype. I, I don't know that you're going to see Klein come forward and say, well, we're doing great now. Let me apologize for the mistakes I made. I think he'll take credit and say, look who I brought in. I fixed my mess. So I don't know that we should be holding our breath, waiting, uh, <laughs> waiting for Klein to apologize. So, so I, I don't know that I see it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, uh, here's here's yeah. my thing. Here's here's my take on it. Is that there has to have been something that was said to Chris Klein where it was basically, hey, um, you know, any more mistakes and you're on the road. And so he came in and he let DTK come in. And he didn't let Dennis DeClosa come in. And ever since then, it's been, oh, those are Dennis's and and those are yeah. Guillermo's decisions. It really has been arm's length that all possible. Like, hey. Yeah. Staying away, staying yeah. away. I'm. This isn't me. I'm not making yeah. these decisions. Those, yeah, one more mistake and you're gone. Well, you can't make mistakes if you don't do anything. So, yeah, it, that's it's, one one way to look at it. It is, and it it's also a way of um, a little CYA too, right? Because yeah. if things go horribly wrong, you can say, "Hey, I wasn't in on this. I yeah. I stepped back. I gave I gave it all up. This is you know this is where it is." So. Yeah, again, it, it, you know, from Sarah, I don't think you're going to get an apology. No. Um, I don't think the Galaxy have really reconciled with what they did over that time. Um, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, you know, the guys who were in charge of that front office outside of Pete Vianis, who originally 
still had a... We're going to get it. We're going to get the fly. Nope. No. Breaking. He, oh, this just so in. So close. The fly, Almost, fly is loose. The fly just... The fly has been bought out. Right through my hands. The defense I have, just not good enough. Um, but no, I, I don't think that you're going to see that. I don't think that Klein or anybody else in the galaxy really have ever taken... Um, you know, and, and maybe they don't, maybe you don't need to. And that's what I'm saying. When, when things go well, no one's going to say, wow, Chris Klein, what a guy. But when things go bad, he's definitely going to wear it as well. So, so I, I think it's kind of, you're, you're an unsung hero when things go well. And when things go poorly, you're, you're the first to blame. So it's, it, it comes in waves. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, that's, that's the, where I sit on it, Sarah. I think that's sort of, that's where, uh, where Eric sits on it as well. Um, I don't know if, if Chris Klein ever wants to come on the show, which, um, I've invited everybody for a while now after that glowing review (laughs) of him, I I don't see why he wouldn't want to come on and (laughs) we we could ask him that question. I'd have no, listen, Chris will answer questions. I I feel like if, if you asked him, if he was a guest, I think he would be honest and say, you know, maybe we made some choices that put the club in a bad position. I think he would admit to that. I, I don't, I, again, I don't know the man. Right. I don't picture having to pay someone $6 million, $6.5 million to walk away from your team defending that decision saying, well, everything was great. That was a great move. You have to admit that that was a failure to, to, to an extent. So I think if you asked him point blank and it was a pointed question, he, I would imagine he would own up to to it i don't know i don't we'll, we'll try we'll try sarah so thank you sarah the other sarah from south pasadena although i don't mean to like yeah that sort of like diminishes that's, her that's what i was gonna say sarah one sarah two sarah, but that's kind of wrong that, too. that's yeah. wrong too you're so both, you're all number you're, one you're, you're, <laughs> you know what sarah's you're all my favorites um that's how it goes all right uh let's now go on down to some of the signings the la galaxy made ahead of this game with fc dallas one of these was i guess semi-expected um you're seeing the la galaxy really Um, fill out a roster. And whenever you fill out a roster, that means you fill out a roster with senior players, with reserve players, with supplemental players. Those are all parts of it. So each of these has its sort of own bearing on what the roster is doing. And all of them are fine in terms of building out an entire roster. Remember, spots 1 through 20, Eric, are the senior roster team. All right. And so those are the guys that you're going to see on the senior roster. And all those one through 20 count against the salary cap. Anything else, supplemental roster, reserve roster, however, they don't count against the cap. Perfect. So you you sort of... So it doesn't hurt the team, really. No. And you can only suit up 18 on any given game. So... So the senior team, those 20 spots are really the important spots. Those, and yeah. those other, you know, if you've, but, been, if you've been following the team, you know, those, those 20 through 30 type slots, those are the type of guys who you loan down to G2 and, you know, so, so those aren't bad pickups. I think no, it is what it is. No, they're not bad pickups. I, I will, I will tell you this as well, that there are names that are in the reserve side of this that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Um, and, and really that all comes about just by the way that you're able to classify some of these, uh, guys here. So, uh, the galaxy only have 16 of 20 senior roster spots currently filled right now. Uh, their supplemental roster includes guys like Servando Carrasco, Emil Cuello, uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce, Matt Lampson. Those are, okay. your, those are your supplemental guys. Then your reserve guys, Efrain Alvarez, uh, Julian Araujo, Hugo Ariano, Justin Von Stieg. And Bradford Jameson. That, that all makes sense, though. It does. And yeah. the, with the homegrown spots as well, they don't count against the salary cap anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yes. Up to a certain amount, they don't count against the salary cap. There is a cap on that. So, Matt Araujo. 
Uh, but yeah. And Araujo counts. Uh, Araujo absolutely counts. Well, <laughs> if he was put on the senior, is he on, put on the senior team? Did I you just said reserve. Okay, so reserve. Okay, good. Okay. I, I have it listed. Yeah. I just, I, I Read your remember. notes. Read your show notes, yeah. Josh. Why well, would I do that? That's why you make them. No, no, no. Let's just guess and and guess wildly. So anyway, the LA Galaxy go on and sign uh, Didi Triori. The 20-year-old uh, was signed to an LA Galaxy, contra- uh, LA Galaxy 2 contract after attending an open tryout. He basically traveled all the way from Paris to Los Angeles, uh, the Galaxy noted in their release that that was 5,642 miles. Uh, to <laughs> wow. a t- I know, it's a long way. It's a, it's 11 hours. Yeah. It's, it's I not think a qu- we're aware Paris is not close. It's it, not feels, Paris, it feels Paris, close. Texas. Is it Paris, California? All the way from, yeah, there you go. That's uh, also, yeah. also true. That, ne- ne- and none of those are close, by the way. No. no it's, it's a long drive to Paris. Um, so, uh, But he flew all the way from Paris to Los Angeles to attend an open tryout for an LA Galaxy 2 team. He won a spot there. He joined the LA Galaxy Academy U19s for the remainder of that 2018 Academy se- season. And then, in the middle of the summer, July 25th, was signed in 2018 to an LA Galaxy 2 contract, where he made 13 appearances, 11 starts, and recorded recorded five assists, which was the leader on that yep. team. Um, this is a guy who comes from FC Metz's uh, France Academy, who has put out guys like uh, uh, Emmanuel Adebayor, uh, Sadio Mane, uh, 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 Pires, uh, Pianic, uh, Saha. So, so good players. All great players. It's a, good, uh, from it's a good pedigree to come from. And what a story. It, it's a cool what story. A story. I think when, when they announce these open tryouts, uh, I always look at it, you know, a little, you know, questionable because I think this is a publicity stunt. Do they really expect to find someone who's really going to make a squad? And and you think maybe in Southern California, I guess there's a chance that that could happen. But the, the fact that he traveled from France, put it on the line and that he actually truly won a spot, you know, it w- wasn't a stunt. This is someone who has talent and has ability and, and it, it, it's a dream come true. So the fact that that's a story that the Dal- galaxy can now say that when we have our open tryouts, you, there is a path for you to make it to the senior team and play along the likes of, of Jonathan Dos Santos and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And so I think, I think this is a good thing. This is a good thing from the galaxy perspective. It's good PR He's a talented player and it's going to help on, on all fronts. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dennis DeClosa says, uh, Didi joined the LA Galaxy organization after being identified at an LA Galaxy 2 open tryout. He progressed quickly through the LA Galaxy Academy and Galaxy 2, demonstrating his quality and commitment. We have enjoyed witnessing Didi's development within our club and look forward to helping him further grow his talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I like... I, <laughs> Amen. It's, it's just, there's, there's something <laughs> about the way that DTK is able to convey his belief in the academy system yeah. in young players that is like oh like opening a window after yeah. a rainstorm and the fresh air just hits you in the face like yes there was there was a plate when i was in hawaii i went uh i went with my wife we went to hawaii and i wanted to see where charles Lindbergh had been buried which is on it's on maui the, that is the most like yeah it's pilot the, what, what's yeah. such a, i was gonna say nautical but it's not nautical Pl- like like uh aviation nerd. A- aviation there we yeah, go aviation. that's the most aviation nerd thing i think i heard you say i knew we were gonna be close so it yeah. was like we might as well stop so you go to this little cemetery that is at like this southern point that is like there is it's just nothing right i mean you go there and you're like oh okay this is it and you go into the cemetery creepy place by the way just super creepy. really yeah, yeah middle of the go day fi- go figure <laughs> middle of the day super creepy place but you stand there Right. And you look and it's at a point that just looks south. 
And if you look south, there is you if you look on a map from where that point is, there is nothing for yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. It's like right down the Pacific Ocean, right down the middle of it. And so there's just nothing. And the air hits you and you realize the air hasn't hit anything else for a very, very, very long You're time. You're the first one to catch. You're the first one to catch that <laughs> fresher and it's it just smells just a little bit different. It's a little okay. bit cleaner. That that's what that's what DTK, DTK is that a long long way to go to say that DTK is just, literally a breath of fresh air. Is a breath of fresh air. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and, and, and it is funny the way those comments go because because of everything DTK said about the academy and how he wants to connect the academy to the uh, you know to the second team to the first team. When he says his, we've loved to watch his development. He's been here since December, and we're like, yeah, DTK, the academy's taken care of. Triora, he brought him up through the academy. Just the way he carried. You're right. It's there's a different air, and I'll mention that I, I was at the home opener last weekend. The, the players warming up, Valdecantos on the field. The stadium in there is a different feel about this team. I know that's such a silly thing to say, but I think man, you can tell that the big boys are in charge now. Yeah, it's they're not yeah. messing around. Yeah, this is not they didn't they didn't decide. Oh, this isn't guys who didn't know what they were doing aren't yeah. coming into it. it. There's purpose. They're in charge. And Val Cantos, by the way, gets to sit at the very very he was on the very, field most of the time like right at the number one and yeah he stands up he's yeah. there he is yeah, he made he, me nervous he was pacing and i was like i i don't know if he smokes but he definitely carries himself like a smoker I, he's in too good a shape to smoke but but, but maybe he's like an you, angry smoker you he's wouldn't like, be surprised he like the south american that he smokes and still happens to be in great it would not shock me yeah i i could see it i could i could absolutely see it. so anyway um so here's the interesting part about again more interesting stuff from the triori uh you know acquisition in order to sign Didi Traore, the LA Galaxy had to acquire an international slot from Columbus. They specifically in the press release announced that they needed in order to sign. Here, you know what? I can just get it because this is this is some crazy stuff. This usually doesn't happen. This is MLS funny business going on here. LA Galaxy signed defender Didi Traore. This is the tra transaction. So at the end of uh, at the bottom of every press release, there's a transaction summary. Basically, what happened. Um, so it says LA Galaxy signed defender uh, Didi Traore. Uh, the Galaxy traded $100,000 in general allocation money this year and $75,000 in targeted allocation money next year to the Columbus Crew FSC for a 2019 international roster slot expiring December 31st, 2019 in order to sign Traore. Yeah, that's a lot. Let's go over international slots just for a second. Uh, the LA Galaxy have nine slots open, and they are currently using eight with Triori. That means Joao is coming back. No. <laughs> okay, sorry. I got carried I know, away. I know I'll the hammer wants to show out. He's not coming. Shut me down. Um, no, it means that they already have something earmarked for the for the eighth spot. Yeah. Because you don't need to announce that you get an international slot if you already had an international slot, but you don't. So there is something in the brews, something, something's coming yeah. up. We and we and, know it's coming. Yeah, and and we knew that when uh, when you broke the news that or the listener actually you know found out that we had that extra spot. You don't get an extra spot when you have one unless something's happening. And so obviously this week with the news of of Joe Corona coming in, and I'm sure we'll touch on that. Um, that's not going to take up international slots. So someone else must be in the works as well. And with how quickly that Corona move happened, you would imagine that once we hear a name and it starts to get a little bit of heat, a little bit of traction, once that international news comes out, I think it's going to move quickly. Yeah, um, I would think, and we have been theorizing on this show for quite a while now, that the LA Galaxy would target a central midfielder, Joe Corona. There it is. Um, and then they would also be targeting a defender. I stand by that. I think the defender is still very much 
uh, in the cards for the LA Galaxy. I don't know that it is a defender that has been named or, or or looked at so far in any of the rumors. So it's either a defender that's been named or, or unnamed. unnamed. It's an We've unnamed got it defender. Figured out. <laughs> he will have no name on the back of his jersey because he's unnamed. Um, so yes, so there's there's I, I believe that it, it really feels like the Galaxy will be targeting a defender. I know that people are saying, hey, they also need a forward. You're right, they do. Um, they just they just don't have one right yeah. now, and they're gonna move well, midfielders. They, have they they're gonna move <laughs> they, midfielders. They have a pretty around. big for, forward. I'd argue that, but. I understand the sentiment. Yeah, the the whole problem, and so that here, let's get to just a little bit of the rumors that um, there's the the Iranian guy Ad, yeah, that was Adnan, one, right? Adnan, it was funny. Ad, yeah. Adnan, yeah, Adaman. A, this uh, is why you come to the corner of the galaxy because we got all the facts here. We we know everything. Um, so yeah, Iraqi, uh, yeah, defender, yeah, Iraqi, twenty five year old left back. Sure. Yes, he is. I'm telling you. <laughs> so he's a left back. Uh, that ain't happening. Uh, Ali Adnan. See, Ali Adnan. The, the there it is. And then room. someone had mentioned. Adnan Yanuzai got thrown in there. I think that's because, you know, he has a similar name. So who knows? It's well, a wacky season. And then we had uh, Rami, right, as yep. well? Or Rami, yep. How, yep. however you say it, Pamela Adi- Anderson. Adi- Adil Rami, yep. Yeah, that dude, he ain't coming either. Oh, I wish he did. He's got great <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> Just, Galaxy need the, a defender the, with good facial hair. I, he, he looks scary. Yeah. Um, But... I'll tell you right now, you know, that the Galaxy are, are going to be looking in, staying in the Americas. It yeah. feels like that that's their sweet spot. You, know, you only have so many international spots. And, and like you said, and the type of player that they're bringing in, uh, if, if the panda is to be believed, yes. there's only one place they're looking. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that makes sense because that's where they have their fingers, yeah. right? I mean, it's that's like, where, they, where do I know? scouted. That's their network. Where do I know players? Yeah. Oh, from here. That's where I'm yeah. going to go. That's why you saw the Galaxy go after Europe for so long. Yeah. You know, Jovan Karofsky. That's where he was. That's where he was. Uh, and the LA Galaxy, you know, don't have really a scouting department right now. Um, it's not anything that I think that they've built up. What it really is, is, uh, you know, is is Guillermo Barra-Scalotto. Um, it's the entire coaching staff, and it's Dennis DeClosa. Yeah, That's the, who you have right the now. Connections to Mexico right there. Yeah, Mexico and then, you know, South America. Yeah. And, and, you know, you have to leave North America in there as well whenever sure. you look at, it, you know, the, the, the Mexico <laughs> you connection. You said the yeah. Americas. The Americas. That's where they're, they're going to be focusing. Um, so anyway, so if you look at that, that's where it is. Uh, you know, the the um, the Adnan one that that doesn't add up in my mind. Um, the 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 other one, the French one, the 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 Rami, uh, he's he's not coming. Yeah, that one's, um, that one's odd. The Giancarlo Gonzalez one is the one that makes the most sense. That one seems plausible, but it's hard. It's yes. not an easy because he has to go through allocation. Yeah. Okay. Because he was transferred out by the Columbus Crew, which means that they don't hold his rights anymore. But if he comes back in, um, yeah, if only the Galaxy had some money that they made. To pay for an allocation spot. They could. I know. If if only they had that. But you have to convince Toronto (laughs) that they want 11th, right? Because whenever you change, you have to swap swap the spots, right? So it doesn't like... It's not a bump. No, it's not like, oh, hey, let me pay you just to jump in front of the line. No, no, no. You have to take my spot and go back to 11th. That price increases. Yeah. It does. Or what you have to do is you have to go whoever's next in line and be like, hey, Toronto, do you want this guy? And they're like, nah, we don't want him. And then you go to the next people like, hey, uh, do you want this guy? And they're like, nah, we don't want him. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, this, we'll is the stuff that, fourth, yeah. this is the stuff that Bruce pulled at one point and, okay. and tried. This is where he, he complained once that there needed to be more men and less boys uh, in the boardroom. <laughs> I was going to say, is this like a wink and a handshake type of thing? Because I would yeah. 100% tell the Galaxy, no, we yeah. don't want this guy. And then yeah. take him. Yeah. That's, and that's what happened, yeah. right? So that's, I think that was with uh, Sebastian Legette. Um, whenever that eventually came okay. around at one point, I think that was, no, no, no. Who else was it? Like we, the galaxy. Sasha Cle- it was Sasha question. Oh yes. Sasha question. Yes. And the galaxy traded Kofi, uh, Kofi Apare. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, so that was that whole thing. 
Um, so anyway, so that's that's sort of where where we sit with that. Now, um, the Galaxy, like I said, targeting a defender, that's sort of your rumor rundown. I'll tell you that there's one in there that makes sense. The rest of them don't make sense. So, you know, stop stop bugging me about it. I, I don't... <laughs> like, some of, the st- some of the crap right now that's coming out on Twitter is just that. You know who, who would be a good backup forward? Who? Pato. Pato. Brazilian Pato. He's rehabbing an injury. We could probably get him on a free transfer. Here's the thing. If Pato comes here, you don't have a job anymore <laughs> yeah, because true. it's Pato and Pato every day. <laughs> That's just, there's a, there, well, I'll quit my it's job. In the, it's in the bylaws. I'll yeah. quit my job, my real job, and just do this for yeah. seven days a week. 100%. I have no problems with that. Um, so anyway, so the, the Galaxy's trying to, we got through the international slots. We told you a little bit about the rumors. Um, now we get to the LA Galaxy signing midfielder, Joe Corona. dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. Joe, Joe Corona. Corona. You guys um, missed the whole pre-show rehearsal. Of that. We, we were totally, and, totally yeah, practicing. That did not go as, as planned. Yeah. Whatever. I blame myself. I told you the worse it is, the better it is. <laughs> um, so anyway, so the LA Galaxy go after Joe Corona. Um, this was a deal that happened quickly. Heard about it on Tuesday. Um, I know that was before anybody else heard about it on Thursday, but we were tracing things down and trying to knock everything down. So Listen, anyway, if you're in the super secret text thread, you may have heard you, about it. You may have heard, heard about it a little <laughs> bit, but anyway, uh, so, uh, Joe Corona coming on a targeted allocation money deal. We do not know what the salary is, but we know that that salary is somewhere between 530,000 and $1 and $1.5 million. $1, Drew. $1, $1. <laughs> $1. Um, so, you know, that's where his salary is. I don't know what a good range for him is. I would imagine that it's probably less than what Ola Kamara was making. And so really you could see, I would think anywhere between 650 and 800. Um, and people are going to say that's way too high, but in Tam rate, in Tam reasons, that seems about right. And Um, and especially when you consider they didn't pay a transfer, that's where you maybe make up that difference. You don't pay for that. So maybe the salary is a little bit higher because of it. Yeah. Listen, I mean, here's the thing is that, so if you're trying in your head to replace players, whenever like, you know, you transfer somebody out and what happens, you take comparable, you take Corona and you look at sort of what you think he's going to make. And it's going to be less than, um, what I think Kamara was making, but it'll be in that range. But that also means he's taking the Kamara slot. So, which still means the LA Galaxy have $1.5 million in TAM, which is what the Zlatan spot was whenever he moved to designated player. Um, so, if you're looking at what you are going to get for the next player or possibly two players, mm-hmm. Galaxy have enough roster room. It's all about trying to figure out that salary cap and whether or not you can absorb two 530K hits. Which technically... You they, should, do, they have room for it. You would expect them to. Um, it's not a guarantee. Uh, you know, and whenever we say 1.5 million, this really gets in the weeds. That means that basically you're paying a player down to like a minimum, which isn't really possible either. You can't pay them all the way down to zero. Yeah. Um, but you can diminish their hit underneath the 530. So you can, you know, there's there's money there. There's still tons of money for the LA Galaxy. There's still roster flexibility. There's lots of things that the LA Galaxy can do right now. So, I mean, sky's the limit. We're, I really think a defender is incoming here in the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't think they're going to wait too long. Remember, the the uh, transfer window stays open until May 7th. Yeah. So the LA Galaxy have until May 7th to, uh, to find somebody and land somebody. But with Joe Corona coming in, um, he's a 28-year-old central midfielder, um, and he was born in Los Angeles. Yeah. He played at San Diego State University yeah. with D- Dan Stairs. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice little connection there, a little bit of a homecoming. The uh, Dan Stairs and Joe Corona played whenever Stairs was a sophomore and Corona was a freshman. Corona played one year and then bailed to... to- Tijuana, yep. yeah. Um, and so this was a guy the LA Galaxy have had their eyes on for a while and actually went out and made sure that they put him on their discovery list. I was going to say, this is someone that rumors go back. I, I remember when 
when I first heard of it, I started to go back. I was like, we, we've heard this rumor before. And as recently as 2016, I think he was rumored uh, to be coming to the Galaxy. So th there's been a relationship with the club there. And so uh, this isn't, you say a player coming from Mexico, maybe DTK has his, his you know, handprints on this, but also there's been a relationship here. Well, coming well, from Los Angeles, connections to the Galaxy already. So it's it's a little bit at column A, a little bit of column B. On well, this. well, here's here's again, um, just it's not the genius. It's just using the 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 resources that are at your yeah. fingertips. You go and look, and you see DTK looks at the discovery list and goes, "Hmm, Joe Corona's right there. He's I from can, Los Angeles. He's from Los Angeles. <laughs> he doesn't take up an international slot." Yeah. Smart. Why don't we go out and get him? Because we have his rights, so we don't need to do anything except just get him to play. Do yeah. you want to play? And Joe today uh, talking to Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, uh, Larry Morgan on VHS, which is a joke that eventually I have <laughs> to explain, but I, we won't get there yet. But Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, was uh, out there talking to the players today. Um, a bunch of great updates. Go to cornerofthegalaxy.com and read his notebook. Quite honestly, um, it's, I think, some of the best journalism surrounding the LA Galaxy in terms of just pure updated knowledge because it's like three or four stories and each little bit is like, I needed to know that. Yep. Larry, that was important. Larry too. does 100% do a great job with what he brings to the table. So uh, so go check that out. But anyway, he was talking today and he said it was an easy decision. Joe Corona is basically saying it was an easy, easy decision for me. As soon as they were approached me, they're like, do you want to do it? And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> he was saying yes before they finished. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do this. Um, and so he shows up. Uh, today was his first day of training. And I'll tell you right now, the LA Galaxy are expecting him to start on Saturday against FC yeah. Dallas. So he's, not, he's not coming off an injury. He wasn't riding the bench. He doesn't need to get fit. He looks like it seems like he's ready to go. And by the way, at Galaxy Profile on Instagram, yeah. Joe Corona is going to be a great Instagram follow. Yes. Great social media, great Twitter. He already made fun of Sebastian Legit. Seems to be making friends with Boateng. You can tell he's one of, going to be one of these players who's is going to be a fun follow on social media, if that's your thing. That's, uh, that's, that's it. again, at Galaxy Profile. At Galaxy. We had quite a little uh, inception <laughs> thing going on there. We, yeah, we, unfortunately, the show had to actually start. We couldn't keep going we back could, and forth. We could, but you should head over to our Instagram stories, either Galaxy Podcast or, or Galaxy Profile. Uh, I think you'll enjoy what we put together there. I mean, yeah, it's, it's good it's, content. It's, content. It's, Continent. Continent? <laughs> like Antarctica. It's a live show. Yeah, that's good. Um, way, way to save it. That's some good pod. Um, anyway, so that's where it goes. Now, where does Joe Corona play? Um, and I do absolutely plan on finding just the little clip of the of the drum like sort of solo in between, you know, the the, the Joe Corona. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna play that constantly. That is a, that is a thing we're going to do. Just, nice yeah. little bass groove there. Yeah, well, we'll get it. We're gonna get it. Um, so. Uh, where does he play? And that's sort of been, you know, the question. And I know lots of people have sort of said, well, first of all, why do we need another midfielder? Um, <laughs> if you watched the game last week, you need another the, midfielder. The midfield, the midfield, that was the hole is when you build teams and they say, well, if you're going to build a team from scratch, where do you start? Well, you start on the spine. You need, you know, a good goalkeeper, a good central defender, good midfielder, and then a striker. And the Galaxy have the striker. They have the goalkeeper, you know, being played great. They have, you know, central defenders seem seem to be there, but in the midfield, there there was a big hole last week, and so Corona, I think, fits in nicely in the middle. And someone, I remember having this conversation. Well, is he a number ten? Does is he is he going to play that role? And yes. I, you don't need to be a number ten. You just need to play one on TV. Yeah, you just right. need to do a serviceable job. Well, here's the thing. He was asked about it today. Where is his best position? He goes, I'm comfortable at the 10, at the six, at the eight. He goes, I can play on the wing. So really he's a utility guy. He's a utility, but he's a good utility guy. Yes. I mean, he can play a lot of those positions. He can play them well. He's done that with a men's national team. 
I think you're going to see a very fluid midfield with Sebastian Legette, with Joe Corona, with Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, I think there's going to be constant interchange between those because they can all play a six. They can all play an eight. They can, most of them can play a 10. Yeah, I, I mean, it, there's there's no reason that you can't just stagger and, and take your time with that. Yeah, I think that's that's a good thing because, uh, you know, when Jonathan wants to move forward, he moves forward and you're going to have a nice little triangle here. If, you know, Legit wants to go out to the wing where sometimes that's where he tends to uh, to maneuver, get his himself into those positions, then he'll drift there, and then the midfield, or the midfield, excuse me, will still be covered. So I think this is a good thing. The fact that they're so interchangeable, uh, you know, we talked about defensive midfielders, and we have too many of them. Where are we going to play them? But I think Dos Santos, Corona, and Legit, you have those three. You could you can plug them in, and that's a real nice midfield and you could you can be comfortable with how you're going to possess the ball and the passes that they're going to be able to connect la galactico in our chat room says corona goes between coors light and modella wow so easy it's it's just Some, you sometimes just line the it up. easiest ones are right there you just line up how much is a, how much is a corona at 1550 is it no it's not it's in that neighborhood is it really i, I, I want to say I'll, I'll fact check I, that i feel so out of touch i don't i don't you don't sit I don't amongst drink. the people i don't i don't i sit in the press box yeah, in my yeah. ivory tower i stare down on, <laughs> and then laugh at all of, but they don't give us beer in the press box That's obviously also, also true we don't and and we don't drink while we're working so um you know there's all sorts of downsides to it yeah um, but yeah, the downside of not paying 16 dollars for a beer yeah, I mean, there's tall boy. there is something to that. Um, no, so you so you look at that, and and uh, you know, I, I certainly saw that Atlanta um, was out there lowering prices, concession prices again. <laughs> that and seems I was to like, be the trend. Eventually, maybe not. Not in Southern California. Yeah, it's not going to catch on here. Eleven dollars is what they're saying. Eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Is wow. that like the small ones? Say you went to the right stand. I, I got to find where you guys are sitting. Yeah, where, where? Come find me. <laughs> yeah, bring me bring me a beer. <laughs> that's that's for that's for Eric, not for me. I'm working. He's I, a professional. I, I have a true I'm professional. Pro. Um, so anyway, th that's what it is. I'll tell you right now, and I will go over what I think is going to be a projected lineup for the LA Galaxy uh, with the FC Dallas. I think you're going to be sort of surprised at where um, where they're able to line Corona up and just the interchange. And again, I'm going to go a little bit with Bruce Arena here, which is uh, a line, uh, a formation is just a starting spot at the beginning of the game. And once the whistle blows, that's kind of all out the these window. These are just guidelines, man. These are just, you know, sort of, sort of how <laughs> we go. We're just floating in the ether, man. That's right. What if we're just a speck of salt on someone's hand, man? This, that's, this is this is good. Along this with the fly, deep. along with the fly, this is really good potting tonight. We're getting tonight. deep. That's how it goes. Uh, so anyway, I think you're going to see a lot of interchange. I think he's going to be a central midfielder. I think that when everybody is healthy, um, that you would look at a midfield of Antuna on the left, Alessandrini on the right. Um, you would have Legette and Corona and Jonathan Dos Santos in the middle. And however you want to stack that, that's that's, that's a great looking team. I, I, that's the frustrating thing with these injuries with Alessandrini and with Legette, you know, maybe not being 100%. That midfield and, and forward, man, that is a great looking attacking, you know, <laughs> quadrant. Right. I mean, again, my, the live show, my brain just decided to stop working right it's, now. It's fine. Yeah, but when you when you have those players moving forward, that's great. And that's really the unfortunate thing is you make these signings, it seems like the places are there. Now, if they can get healthy, and we don't want to go down that road, if healthy, they can do, you know, this or that because they, they're like never going to get healthy. It feels like 2013, like when they were injured. and When they're healthy, yeah. if so everything happens. With, it, it's going to come down to, to GBS, the way he's going to arrange these players uh in times of need, that's how we're going to see how they do. Yeah, and, and it's about building depth as well. I mean, certainly the Galaxy have a zillion central midfielders, but, you know, there's also a zillion central midfielders that are injured right now. Yeah, so, so you need them. 
And, and you can see, and people are going to say, you know, what about strikers and everything else? We're going to talk about Zlatan and, and, and where he fits in and whether or not he'll be traveling to Dallas. But if Zlatan's not available, what are you going to do? Well, there are some midfielders you can kind of convert into forwards. And so that's what you're going to expect. So the depth in midfield still helps yeah. support that striker. Now, they could go out and recall, um, you know, uh, Bradford, uh, Bradford Jameson if they wanted to. I don't think they want to. I think they really want to give him the chance to yes. be what he needs to be at I, San Antonio. I think that's the best move for Bradford and the best move for the Galaxy is to let let him develop elsewhere. I think bringing him back uh, to play for an injured Zlatan and then get bench time, I don't think that's going to benefit him because then they're not going to send him back to San Antonio if they do recall him. So that's kind of an unfortunate thing. But are we going to talk about Zlatan? About Wait, who's going to go up front? We'll, we'll save the, it. Let's see. Let's go. Let's talk now. Let's, okay. let's talk about injuries now real quick. Okay. I'll go run through injuries, and then we can go line up under Perfect. the FC Dallas thing. Perfect. I don't want to. The tease you want to draw. We don't want to <laughs> draw you into the podcast. It's been a while. Been a while. Been out for a few weeks. Into the podcast. See, at, in newspaper, this is what I have problems with with the panda all the time. Um, the panda sits there and says, you know, oh, well, if it's the big story, it goes up front. I'm like, no, no, no. That's in writing. Yeah. That's not how we do that. <laughs> no, no. I want to. You want to draw it in and, uh, and not let you guys uh, lose any faith. But anyway, injuries. Uh, Sebastian Legette with the hamstring, he is likely to play coming up against uh, Dallas. In fact, I would put him as likely to start uh, on Saturday. Uh, Perry Kitchen out with the ankle. Roman Alessandrini uh, out with the right hamstring. He's not going to play in Dallas, and he's probably out for the next two games, which means Dallas and then Minnesota. Yeah. But I would expect that they're slow playing that, and then it's actually probably going to be closer to three or four games that he's yeah. out. It's the, just The way he went down, uh, and he, he, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. You saw on his face that that's not, that's not a one week he'll be back. When you go out that early in the game, uh, that, that's a serious injury, and that's going to take its time. So I agree. I think it'll be three, four games before we see him again. Yeah. Um, you have Juninho, who, for as far as I know, is still out with a knee. I haven't been hearing him come back yet. Yeah, so. that, that's concerning. He's a depth signing. But at this, then you need him for depth. Yeah, he but needs he's to not. Be there. He's you not there right there. now. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not. He's not there right now. Um, JDS uh, Jonathan Dos Santos had the tightness in his hip that we were all saying. He'll play. It doesn't yep. seem like that's bothering him. Yeah, that he doesn't plays seem through like, it. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, and then you have Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, Big Z out there with the Achilles right now. And I am personally, after hearing Guillermo Barroscolotto say that I don't know if he's going to travel, I would personally say that he's nope. not traveling. Nope. And so, so not to count on him. Um, and. Quite honestly, this early in the season, why would you force it? Exactly. This is not the type of injury that you want to rush back. Uh, you know, you know, playing WebMD a little bit, Googling some some timetables for Achilles injuries. If it's just like a stage one, that's like a four to six weeks. So right. if it's starting to bother him, obviously we don't know if it's that, you know, even to be considered if it's just, you know, it's bothering him that it's not necessarily a strain or tendonitis or whatever you want to call it. But you want to be cautious. I think two, three weeks is maybe what you want to give him because – if he plays on it and he tears the Achilles, that's a season-ending injury. That's surgery, and you're six done. plus months, and at his age, who knows? That could be a career-ending injury. So you 100% game two, it's not worth it. Yeah, so you 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 take the time. Yeah, I mean these are these are pretty much locked in. I, the only sort of question marks that you have is you know does Sebastian Legette feel good enough on to Friday start. to yeah. then start on Saturday? Um, the Galaxy flying out on Friday. You know does Zlatan Ibrahimovic suddenly feel perfect and fine on Friday and therefore you know slide out? It's playing mind games so they don't use his name to sell tickets in Dallas. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Um, but anyway, so that's where it is. All right, now let's get to some predictions. Let's go to 538 because you and I love 538. 538. 
First um, game in, I'm curious to see how this works. First game in, where did the LA Galaxy sort of sit? Um, I'll tell you right now, they have them basically in the middle of the pack as they're trying to predict this 2019 season. They have their they have their defense um, as really bad again, mm-hmm. and I think that you have to say that the Galaxy made at least one improvement, yeah. bringing in Polenta and pr- possibly two improvements by moving. Uh, Shelvick out to the left. Yeah. So there's some change in there. I don't expect that the Galaxy's defense, which they're they're expecting them to have a, a defensive rating of 1.8. I think that's giving up yeah. 1.8 goals per game, basically. And scoring a projection. 1.5. And scoring 1.5, which would give them a, you know, they're, they're expecting a goal differential of plus one whenever yeah. that all gets said and done. Um, but that's not good enough to be where they are. Yeah. When you look at other teams around the league, you know, goals for, they're top of the league, but goals against is where they're in the red. And, and so when you look at this, according to 538, it has them ranked uh, fifth, fifth in the West. And so I think when it's you look not, at preseason, that's not a horrible whatever, sort of whatever the secret sauce that they're using in 538, that seems to be probably about where we expect the Galaxy to land at the end of the season. Yes, everyone's excited. They got to win. But when you look at the performance, they maybe are fortunate to walk out of there with three points after their home opener. So I think fifth in the West is a reasonable goal. So 538 is on to something here. And the other thing is last season when we kept looking at these, 538 was very generous to the Galaxy every week. Week to week, they had them favored or, or when they were away, they give them the benefit of the doubt. And they're not doing that this year. Yeah. So it's kind of swinging the other direction. So I'd much rather have 538 rank them lower and have the Galaxy outperform, then have 538 rank them high and then be disappointed by the results. Uh, the LA Galaxy right now, according to 538, have a 69% chance of making the playoffs. Shout they out have, to you, Cosmo. They have a 9% chance of a first-round buy. Um, Supporter Shield, a 4% chance. And to win MLS Cup, according to 538 right now, a 3% chance. The New York Red Bull uh, currently in number one with a 15% chance to win MLS Cup. Lock uh, it in. Atlanta at 12%, even though they lost to DC United and people are panicking. Well, and that's the thing. You know, (laughs) Atlanta lost to DC United. Uh, Sporting Kansas City lost to those other guys. And so, but Sporting Kansas City still ranked number one. Atlanta still ranked number two in. uh, in the east so it'll all work itself out yeah uh brian in the chat room says psg lost their match with a 97 percent chance of winning yeah I, so yeah that's so it means nothing it, it, it until it means something <laughs> it means nothing until it does as they oh, like to say world famous as you should they put that like on a shirt to, that should be the next shirt. that should be the next it shirt. is until it isn't it is <laughs> it means nothing until it means something um all right la galaxy power rankings because after one game <laughs> what is more important than finding out where the la galaxy are currently ranked in major league soccer uh i'll tell you that mlssoccer.com had the la galaxy ranked at number seven overall in overall. the league okay overall that's not bad uh espn had them ranked number 10 overall okay but yeah we're homers though i think that, that might be accurate <laughs> i i feel like it, maybe they're number eight seven <laughs> maybe seven, they're somewhere in the middle seven feels a little high maybe and in ten, terms of your supporter shield yeah. uh by the way the gala galaxy currently fifth i think in the supporter shield <laughs> let's it, not reference the supporter shield I, after game one come on you know i'm going to we're reference better, we're better than that um but no i mean you look at the la galaxy you look at the rest of the league i mean there's gonna be surprises uh everybody had toronto fc repeating after they just dominated and then they fell flat on their yeah. butts last year. And Toronto does not look to have it together this year. No, not yet. Um, you know, Atlanta United stumbles out of the blocks against DC United. Uh, you had a crazy snow game, uh, you know, <laughs> that in, was in, with Portland and Colorado. Yeah, I where, mean, where's Jermaine Jones when you need him? Just You just throw that completely out the window, though, because it means absolutely nothing. That game is completely useless as, as a first one. Um, so, you know, FC Dallas drew with New England. We'll talk about yeah. that a little bit. There's just... It's a bit surprising, especially at home. New coach. Yep. That team is different this yeah, year. That is a not, different team. This is not your mama's FC this is, Dallas. This is not your mama's there we go. FC Let's Dallas. Spice it up. There you go. 
Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's where that's where you're you're seeing this stuff. It's just yeah. it's unknown. I mean Philadelphia looks like they could possibly be a better team, and they yeah. didn't win. They didn't look good. No. Well, look at Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> look what you were expecting from Toronto and what Toronto actually did. So and then you know even in this five thirty eight predictions they have Colorado as the as the lowest ranked team, and Colorado's going to be. This I think isn't a top, your mama's Colorado. I think it's a top five, top okay. six team in the West. Um, and I think they're good. They looked good. Yeah. They look good against the Galaxy in they, the preseason. That's, again, if you if you take the preseason to mean anything, the way they looked against the Galaxy, this this is going to be a different Colorado team. But while we're talking about way too early, here's my favorite way too early. Yes. The magic number. Yeah. Oh, the yes. The magic number for the LA Galaxy is now at 98. 98 points. So 98 points. And that, we either need to get 98 points or someone else needs to drop them, and we're in the playoffs. So there, there you <laughs> go. That's my favorite. The magic number is, is a fun one. Uh, there's a... Uh, there's a website, I think it's on uh, Reddit on MLS, um, that is doing like uh, gal- or, or MLS like domination or civilization, basically. So whenever wow. whenever you go and play another team, you get to steal their ter- territory <laughs> oh, man, if you is beat this like them. Risk? Yeah, it is. So so the Galaxy <laughs> took over um, Chicago's territory, right? Oh, so wow. the, the Chicago area of the it's United now... States is now painted in LA Galaxy colors, right? Oh, I like that. And so it's like at the end of the year, you'll sort of be able to see who yeah. has the most who territory. Who's taken over the world? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love that. That's, that's good great. stuff. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Um, all right, so then we go on. We've we've done that. I mean, you know, it's a little early. It's twelve minutes. I don't know if we can sort of string it out for the rest of it. But um, filibuster, filibuster. All right, so this is what we're gonna do. This, I, I we'll play a game. We'll play right. a game. It's called Intro the FC Dallas game with awesome music behind <laughs> oh, it. No. You don't get practice for this. I oh, don't. I, get, I have to do it. Yes. Oh, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna oh, do it. No, we're, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. We're I'm gonna we're prepared. gonna play a game. Don't worry. I have I have the music queued up. Um, I'll go first just to give you some well, chance, you. Yeah. chance to think about it. Um, so I will do my best uh, intro for the FC Dallas game, and then we'll go to, and then the hammer will get a chance, and we'll see. Um, you know, I am not prepared for this. This is gonna, this, this, this is, is gonna fail spectacularly on live this, this gonna, on the live just, feed. Just let's go like 10, 15 seconds. We don't have to do the whole thing, and then oh. maybe maybe we do. I was gonna twice. try to go like for a four minute monologue. No, no acting. No, Jimmy Fallon. No. All right. <laughs> um, let's. Okay. So I'll start. So here we go. Uh, Josh's first chance at. Uh, and by the way, I've been doing these for a while, but I I really screwed up the first one this year. So right. there's a good chance I screw this one up too. Good times. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Josh is uh, Josh goes first here on this one, um, doing to uh, to our awesome music previewing the FC Dallas game. <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here I go. Your LA Galaxy travel to face off against FC Dallas on Saturday. What's the date of the game? March wow. March 9th? I'm, I'm going to win this battle. You, this you is think, good. Oh wait, I want to I want to do over. Do I get a do over? <laughs> you get a do over. One okay, mulligan. Okay, one mulligan. Okay, here. I'm going to try to get. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, I have to I have to kill it first. Here we go. Your LA Galaxy travel to take on FC Dallas in the first away match of the season on March 9th, a 12:30 p.m. kickoff time against FC Dallas at Toyota Stadium. Can the very injured LA Galaxy get a huge result? And remember, weird things happen in Dallas. All right, that, that was my that Ooh, was my just a short little sting. Yeah, All I'm right. just gonna do I'm just okay. I was gonna do a short short little sting. All right, are you? I think yeah, I'm ready. We're, we're, I'm getting booed already. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. We'll we'll kill it. We'll we'll restart it. Okay, are you ready? I'm Here ready. we go. In three, two, and one. Saturday, March 9th, the LA Galaxy head to Frisco, Texas to take on FC Dallas. Despite what their social media may be telling you, there's no fake news here. Joe Corona will be making his debut as the LA Galaxy look to win one more time to get six points to get that magic number down to 95. This Saturday, 
LA Galaxy, FC Dallas, be there. Okay, I lost. I'm just, I'm just, I'm already out. I'm already I think out. I, I oversold that one. You, you did, you did fine. No, no, that was good. It needed. That's what it needs. You right. need to be like you monster know. Tri- monster try. I want some monster jam. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, everybody's like bench Josh. Hammer gets to do it from now on. Yeah. Okay. So that was a clear winner. We'll, we'll play again. Don't All worry. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in now. I'm not going to tell you when we're doing it though. <laughs> yeah, I'm I just, like that. You caught me off guard. Oh yeah. Everybody's. It's, it's not even close. All right. So anyway, the LA Galaxy traveling to, as you said, Frisco, Texas, which looks like a rainy Frisco, Texas, by the way. What it looks else like, is new? Yeah. yeah we'll fit right in. Yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a little crazy uh, with the weather. And by the way, I, I was serious whenever I said weird things happen in Dallas. It's always funky. That was one of the one of the games was like the long delay where they had lightning and there was like a three hour delay and they came back and played and Breck Shea was playing for FC Dallas and crossed a ball that caught the wind and <laughs> fell into the goal for a Dallas win. So weird things happen where Breck Shea goes. I think that's that's the new rule. <laughs> DC United. Oh my. Or not DC United. Atlanta. But, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. But that was that was the whole thing. It was, yeah. uh, it was crazy. Um, the LA Galaxy have not beaten FC Dallas since August 15th of 2015 that was a two-way uh two to one win away at fc dallas uh robbie Keane scored two goals in five minutes uh giovanni dos santos flubbed a chance and then passed the ball to to robbie Keane. steven gerrard was running to the back post on this one this is is some good stuff i went back and watched the highlights of this one um you know if you want to really go ahead the galaxy defense collapsed on the first goal because dallas scored um and that was a collapse by omar gonzalez who did a bad tackle and if you saw it you would remember this tackle immediately um uh, didn't happen then aj de la garza tried to toe poke the ball away but poked it like past Donovan Ricketts and then the, the FC Dallas attacker went around and turned. it was just great. I, I just, like, this is Galaxy history live. Right? It, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so anyway, I went back and watched that but that was the last time they won. Uh, the Galaxy won 0-0 FC Dallas 0-0-1 so they have the draw. It was a 1-1 draw against the New England Revolution. They were hever, heavily favored in this game FC Dallas. They came out really, I guess, not flat but they didn't look that dangerous. Um, like they have in years past. They, yeah, they didn't seem to have that spark. They have some individual talents that are amazing. And the fly, the fly we're is back. Get nope, didn't get it. Um, this show is off the rails. It's going to be a fun one to listen back to. I know. I'm going to. I mean, this one may never see the light of day. I might just you know hit what? delete and dump. Uh, you after, don't know. After that beautiful intro that I just did? I don't remember it. I'm going to edit <laughs> oh, that no. out. If you go to the oh. podcast, it's not there. It's not there. That's a problem when you're number two. You don't get to make those calls. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win. Um, but anyway, um, they didn't look. I'll tell you, the goal that they scored was uh, was. Barrios getting a ball yeah. and then dribbling kind of, the whole field. It was fluky. It was yeah. It was a long way. They, so they have the counterattack. They're quick on the counterattack. That's going to cause the Galaxy that's, problems. That's a problem. for. The, and you look at the way they lined up. They lined up in a 4-3-3. And if you look at the way the Galaxy's defense and unfortunately how their midfield was, that's something that's going to cause problems. And I think Barrios, you know, he is someone that's going to cause, uh, cause some trouble. They still have, um, excuse me, who's the... Which one? Uh, Baji? Dominic Baji? Baji, yes. Yeah. Baji's the other guy who's dangerous up front. Mascara's when, when there he, as well. When he was uh, with Colorado, I remember he used to kind of give the Galaxy some fits. So those are the people that, that you need to watch out for. So I, I think it's something where if you think the New England Revs are the New England Revs like they've always been, you say, well, they were able to manage a point out of there. I think even the, the way the Galaxy is hobbled, I think you think back to a game like Vancouver last season where they went in with a defensive game plan, look at, look to get out of there with a point. I think that's something that the Galaxy should look to do. I mean, play a little defensive. They're injured. Look, look to get a goal. Maybe, you know, Pontius can make some magic happen, which we've seen him do before and and get a goal, sit back. Maybe you're going to absorb one and, and be able to walk out of there with a point. I could see them getting out of there. Uh, draw. I was talking to good friend of the show, obviously uh, John Rojas, about about Ooh. what we were thinking about this game and and sort of how it was. And I'd watched the the highlights from New England. I sort of looked at it. and I said, you know, Dallas seems like a small team, 
they're not big. Yeah. Um, and so the Galaxy need to use their physicality. Yeah, and, Barrios and, is 5'2". Yeah, so the Galaxy defense has Dan Steris, who's a tall guy, yep. taller guy. Uh, you get Diego Polenta, who's a tall guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Shelvick. Tall guy. Let's say Polenta, not just tall, th- like big. Yeah, He'll, the, he 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 throws his weight around. So use that physicality. Yeah. Um, and if you're the Galaxy, you pick up yellow cards and you you do what you need to do. You're like, okay, you get the ball, I'm gonna foul you. Make it painful for them yeah. because if they get out on the counter and in space, the Galaxy don't have a ton of speed yeah. to be able to back that up right now. Um, with uh, I'll I'll say that with who I imagine is going to be Boateng and Antuna on the wings. They yeah. do have some speed to cover. Speed on the outside. But not on the inside. And that's where Dallas is going to look to yeah. attack. And you don't look at Boateng and Antuna and say, well, those are defensive. Those are going to be big defensive helpers. That That's not where their, their speed is going to be used. And it's unfortunate that Zlatan's going to be out because I remember last season against Dallas, their defense had no answers for him. No. I mean, he, he, he wreaked havoc back there. So their defense, there's definitely um, ways to break through. So I think even though with the injuries, uh, Corona's going to want to, impress legit is going to be back hopefully and doing well i'm a little optimistic but i'm going to be cautious because again it's a road trip weird things happen in dallas so i think you can be cautious but there's no reason why they can't walk out of there with a point because again this isn't the same fc dallas that's dominated the league uh, in the past few seasons. Yeah, it's going to be, again, I think that if you look at the defense, you know, they still got Matt Hedges back there. They still have Hollings head back there, who who you're sort of like, okay, those guys are pretty good. Um, Cannon on the outside is also, you know, a Reggie Cannon on, on defense is, is a good player as well. Did you get him? Did you get the fly? I did not. Oh, man. Oh, almost. I thought I had it. Oh, we almost, and we're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. We're, we're, we, we're not going to, we're going to get locked <laughs> in the escape room forever. Um, but anyway, so you look at all of these things that, that sort of go into this. I say the Galaxy play physical. I say the Galaxy play for set pieces. Yeah. Try to create them. Corner kicks. Well, stairs. Stairs, the way he was getting opportunities, I think, you know, you look at look at the size on FC Dallas. If you can get, get draw those fouls, Antuna and Boateng, and then whip it in and have Polenta and, and stairs causing havoc, that is the game plan. I agree. Yeah, um, so so do that, but also be cautious about when you get forward. I think yeah. you're, you're right. Play defense a little bit. I think um, just looking at who the LA Galaxy are going to have available, I really think the Galaxy are going to play in, you know, we've looked at the 4-2-3-1. I think that's going to shift a little bit with Corona in there. I think they're going to really line up Corona and Legette together um, and sort of have Jonathan Dos Santos in behind. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and, by the way, that doesn't mean that they all don't rotate yeah, in those because, positions. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think that's where... Where, where Jonathan gets placed by default, but when you watch him play, he doesn't hang back. You know, he like he likes to move forward. So as long as the communication, the communication was definitely there with Legette last season. So if that relationship, they're still clicking, that's great. If Corona can make himself, you know, fit in with that chemistry and they're just rotating and it's flowing, uh, you know, like a fine wine, then I think I think we could see some good things happening here. Um, okay, so being that you uh, you won the the I don't know what whatever we call it the announcer <laughs> yeah. off. Um, being that you won the announcer off, the fly is dead. Oh, you got it? I got it. I well got done. it. We did it. Well done. You did with, it, folks. With seconds to spare, the it, fly folks. is wait, dead. Wait, there's a second fly. Oh, wait. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, people don't want to see me cry. No. Um, no. So, um, you know, being you want it, I, I want you, you can give what you think your predicted lineup is. Okay. Um, and then I will tell well, you where I think you're wrong. Or if you get it hundred percent right, you're allowed to get it hundred okay. percent right. All right, you ready? Up yes. top, yes. you go Pontius. Zlatan's not available. You you slot Pontius in there. Right. Uh, with Alessandrini gone, you move Antuna to the right. You have Boateng on the left. Mm-hmm. I think you start um, you start Corona. Yep. And you start Jonathan Dos Santos. I don't think Legit is ready to start. Okay. So I think you go Carrasco. So maybe you put uh, Corona at the top of the triangle, and then uh, Jonah and Carrasco on the bottom, 
And, you know, maybe that's something where Jonathan and, uh, and, and Joe Corona can, can maybe switch spots. Carrasco, I don't know that I trust moving forward a whole lot, uh, especially since he got megged by Schweinsteiger last week. Mm-hmm. Then in defense, nothing new here. Polenta stares in the middle. Rolf and Shelvick on the outside. The one c- cautionary tale, and you mentioned it, Dallas where they can kill us is on the counterattack. So Rolf and, and Jorgen need to be careful and really pick their moments. Right. Rolf was flying up the wing almost carelessly against Chicago. So maybe you don't want to see him push as much. Maybe have him hang back a little bit more uh, than he did last week. But I think uh, that that's the lineup that I would expect to see. Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to see legit start. It feels that way. We'll see. Okay. It, 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 again, it depends on what happens on Friday. You know, it's like, Hey, he's been training. He's been feeling good. He's optimistic. I think Guillermo's optimistic about him. Okay. It's, it's all about how do you feel on Friday and how do you feel on Saturday? Well, I want him to start. Yeah. I think he's the best option to start, but I just don't know coming off the injury and you don't want to push him too much. Uh, you know, maybe want to limit his minutes. He might be more impactful off the bench than he would be starting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Luchi Gonzalez uh, for FC Dallas now uh, sort of That's coaching right. that team. So uh, no, no more Oscar it's Pereja. Different. Yeah. It's right? a different, it's different. just like there's a different feel around the galaxy in a good way. It seems like FC Dallas, maybe there's going to be some growing pains there this season. Yeah. And, and I think if you're the galaxy, you sort of sit there and say, okay, good. If you're having growing pains at yeah, the beginning of this, now. do it now. Cause <laughs> we, we would like to beat you. Um, if you look at the galaxy, I'll tell you right now that if they get past FC Dallas, that Minnesota is going to be a tough game for them. Yes. It, Minnesota is a talented team this year. They're, and, they're, they're better. They're not yeah. upper echelon yet, but they will fight the galaxy for what they have. They also came into uh, formerly StubHub center. Now dignity health sports park. They came into last season and, and gave the galaxy a fit. Uh, they they didn't have quit, and I think now with Quintero and and the pieces that they have, the Galaxy need to take that game seriously. Minnesota is not the walkover that they used to be. Yeah, that, so, that's FC Cincinnati's job now. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> they're the bottom dwellers um, for for a little while. It certainly seems that that's going to be the case. Um, so anyway, that's what you have. Uh, the LA Galaxy getting ready to face off against uh, FC Dallas at Toyota Stadium. This game is on Univision and Unamas. Um, so that's where you can find it. I believe those also get broadcast on Twitter. Isn't that the ones that get broadcast they, they on Twitter? They are. Okay, so check on Twitter as well if, if you can't find it. Uh, Saturday, March 9th. This is a 12.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. So an early, excuse yeah. me, an early day. But it's um, a nice lunch. And there's yeah. tons of viewer parties out there. There's, I know there's so friend many. Friend of the show, you know, Brian Souza, he, he has a party over in uh, Temecula Craft uh, Craft Brewery out in Temecula. If, if you're out in that that area of the world. And then, of course, if you follow any of the supporters groups, there's there's, there's so many. I'm of surprised them right there's now. not one in my backyard. It's like, yeah. where's the party exactly where you are? Because it seems like you could throw a dart anywhere in Southern California and land at a LA Galaxy watch party. So find your way to one of those. So tell me what your predicted score is. That way we can be wrong next time oh. we do this. Oh, I don't want to be wrong, but I'm going to be right. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one, one. One. Galaxy walk out of there with a point. I am going to say it is 2-1. The Galaxy lose. Oh, oh man. wow. Wait, Second game of the season. You lost twice. Already. See, that's Kick why... this guy out. <laughs> if Kick it, this guy out of here. If, if I go out, this everything just goes silent. Yeah. That's how that's how this works. So I get to keep coming back. That's a, that's a good thing about being in charge. Um, all right. So that's what the LA Galaxy have. It should be a... I think it's going to be a really interesting game. I, I think that they're going to be more evenly matched than people think. Um, even with the LA Galaxy being injured, uh, it'll be interesting to see if any of those injuries um, basically come back and, and and can do anything so um and, it, and if you believe 538 has fc dallas at a 53 percent chance to win la galaxy 24 percent, and then 23 tie so it's like a coin flip i'll, I'll tell you but again you go back and they haven't won since 2015 <laughs> i mean it's, so, but it's that's why it's a thing yeah dallas is the favorite but again, it's coin flip. I'm, I'm coin flip. It's a coin yeah flip. i mean obviously those stats mean nothing it's either going to be a win a draw or a loss. I mean, one why, of those three. I mean, why? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely one of those. I don't, I don't know which one. I, I'm leaning a little bit towards one, but really, it's split evenly, 33 percent across all three. 
Uh, that's where we put it. So uh, anyway, your LA Galaxy facing off against FC Dallas. Uh, we on this show, of course, will be back on Monday um, with the Panda himself um, back here to get you through what happened at the FC Dallas game. And of course, bring you up to date on all the LA Galaxy news. And then next Thursday, a live show again. So we're rocking and rolling. We're into this season now. Game number two, week number two for Major League Soccer, getting ready to kick off LA Galaxy, headed to face off against FC Dallas at Toyota Stadium again at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. Uh, so make sure that you are checking that out. Um, and then we'll be back here and go to Corner of the Galaxy and get all the fun stuff that we have there. We have scarves. We plenty have for sale. Plenty. Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff. There's scarves and there's, there's bu- t-shirts. There's buttons, there's buttons coming. Yeah, there's, there's going to be very soon the buttons. Go to our YouTube feed. You can see that. Um, yeah, there's wonderful shirts for sale. I mean, we could have had a better model, but hey, whatever. It happens. Got to get the five stars on camera. E- everybody really likes your jacket, by the way. Can, do you know if you can order those online? Because they're... Uh, I didn't see them online. So okay. I'm in stadium. In and stadium. I acted and- fast because I've, I've waited on apparel before and then it disappears and doesn't come back so get them while they're hot all right good i just I, people were asking so i just want to make sure i all make right. zero money off of selling this jacket are you sure <laughs> are you hey sure? galaxy send me a free jacket there you go uh all right tell them tell people where they can find you, you can find me on twitter at gis hammer you could also hear me on the guys in shorts podcast you can find them at guys in shorts pod we had a little bit of beckham statue talk this week and then of course you can find me on instagram at Galaxy Profile, that's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. If you want to see us make fun of Dennis DeClose not enjoying himself in the rain. That's that sounds like that sounds like fun. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course at Galaxy Podcast. Uh, head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com. You can shop there. You can listen to our podcast. You can read our stories. We'll have our game preview up on Friday, getting you ready for the game. And of course, check out Larry Morgan, not on Twitter's wonderful Galaxy notebook that's up right now. So check that out. Uh, let's see. For Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Kessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.